It was 1916. Two years into the war, I was in the army. Infantry. Gwyn's Shorts. All Welsh division over in France. Episode 2. The Plan. He's lost it. Spooner was the first one to react. This is a terrible idea, Astra added. You're going to get yourself killed, Gary said, and they all feared he would start crying again. Let me take your place. I will do it, Alan offered. Sarah and Ava had mixed feelings too. Gideon was checking probabilities, and Dari didn't know what to think. They had noticed that Gwyn seemed disappointed by their lack of faith in him. The scientist had exposed his ID as discreetly as possible, considering his excitement, and while he didn't expect a standing ovation, he wasn't ready for those reactions. Berhard placed a comforting hand on Gwyn's shoulder. Guys, we've done craziest things in the past. I believe that Gwyn's plan could work. It's worth a try. According to my calculations, the odds for such a plan to be successful are... We don't want to know, Gideon, Berhard interrupted her. Gary was about to protest when a siren sounded the end of breakfast time. Back in the cell they were sharing, Gwyn was sitting on the edge of his bed while Alan was pacing restlessly. You disapprove. The scientist said quietly. Can you blame me? Alan replied, trying his best not to sound too upset. You told me that you invented time travel to save me, and now that you got me back, you're about to risk your life. Of course, I disapprove. Gwen had told Alan about the fate of the unit in Mamet's woods. He had told him about how he couldn't live in a world without him in it. He would have shown him the dog tags he had carried since Alan's passing, but he had placed them on Robert Allen for younger Gwen to find. As the scientist watched Alan pace, he could understand his reluctance to let him carry on his plan. What if I gave you my word that I will come back to you? Alan stopped pacing. He was about to tell Gwyn that it wasn't enough, but then he saw the scientist's smile and the expression of love in his eyes as he was looking at him. That's when the poet knew it was enough. You better come back to me, Gwen, or I swear I'll get you back myself. Power's inhibitors were active in the prison, preventing Astra and Spooner from using their abilities. Berhard's totem had been confiscated, and Gary was wearing a prison bracelet that forced him to stay in his human form. Gwen and Gideon had managed to build a rudimentary scanner, and the scientists swiped the prison with it. The guards were used to this odd man who sometimes talked to himself, and they didn't think twice when they saw him wander about. From time to time, when Gwyn would wander in an off-limit area, they would gently escort him back to his cell. The scientist never resisted, never protested or raised his voice. The guards couldn't possibly know that this was just an act, and that the quiet prisoner was, in fact, looking for a blind spot. My plan is simple, Gwyned explained. Once we locate a blind spot, 
Astra will turn me into a tiny version of myself. One of you will carry me and get me as close to the storage area as possible. I will retrieve one of the keys from Mr. John's mansion and we will be able to escape in the pocket dimension. The plan did sound simple enough, and yet the legends couldn't help but fear for Gwen's safety. It's way too dangerous, Gwen, Sarah said during lunchtime when they gathered again. Her tone suggested that, as the captain, she was forbidding this plan to be put into motion. What Sarah means is that some of us are more experienced in the field and that you're much more valuable to us as the brain of the operation, Eva added, trying to smooth Tara's words, while the rest of the team nodded in approval. But Gwyn was a stubborn man. I hear you. However, you are all very loud. If one of you suddenly goes missing, it won't go unnoticed. But me? I am the quiet one that nobody remembers. I'm telling you, I'm your best chance to escape this place. Silence greeted him. They were all staring at Sarah, and Berat smiled. You know, he does have a point. Fine, Sarah sighed. Tiny Gwyn it is, then. And that's when the siren sounded the end of lunchtime.